Two social workers on a mission to change the narrative. Elenio Baby's podcast seeks to empower others in making changes to maintain their physical, emotional, and mental health. This podcast is about becoming the best version of ourselves. I hope you feel inspired. Join Bria Spencer and Fadia Jean-Pierre bi-weekly as they initiate conversations about mental health, fitness, and travel. Share this with someone who needs it. Follow us on Instagram at millennial underscore babes underscore podcast. And let's continue the conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Millennial Babes podcast. Have you ever felt like you just can't get up and do anything or you don't even know where to start? Today, we will discuss our wellness goals and how do we start taking care of our physical health? With that said, to help us explore the topic of become physically healthy, we are joined by Passport to Fitness, a fitness company owned by four Black women, Courtney, Danielle, Leticia, and Sasha, who have built a lifelong friendship that began in college. Passport to Fitness' primary goal is to educate, inspire, and promote healthy lifestyles within the community. So knowing firsthand what issues are faced as women, as well as members of the Black community, they are dedicated to addressing adversities head on and bringing togetherness to education and well-being. Ladies, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for having us here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Is there anything else you would like the audience to know about you? Follow, follow us on Passport to Fitness on our Instagram page. Like us every day. We have live Saturdays where we do workouts and we have informational uh, lectures for health and wellness um, and just everything about wellness and health. So follow us. We're cool. Oh, make sure you do the live workout because it's serious. I did it today. It's definitely serious. There's some serious workout. I was like sending like emojis and she was like, you got this, sis. You want the booty right? I was like, I don't know how serious I want to be about this, but okay. Definitely. I definitely did Danielle's live like two weeks ago. My thighs are burning. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's funny because you understand. services we do.
path. Um, and I'm Sasha Saylor. I am the health and wellness nutrition coach um, of Passport to Fitness. I'm originally from Connecticut, but uh, right now I reside in Brooklyn, New York. Services are available in person, over the phone, and also virtual. So what I bring to Passport to Fitness is basically the overall component of comprising nutrition with fitness and uh, creating an overall healthy lifestyle for people who don't really consider nutrition as a part of it. <laughs> People just think, oh, I'm just going to get the booty and work out the abs and uh, forget the, the the percentage of it is made in the kitchen. And, uh, I'm and, guilty. Uh, <laughs> so you can't outwork a bad diet. Uh, you really will probably lose or see more results by changing your diet and lifestyle drastically than actually going to go work out. Okay, I'm, I'm guilty for that because I just want to eat. It's a judgment-free zone. Yeah, judgment-free. So I just don't want to work out. I just want to like, can I just eat something and, it, and it'll just... <laughs> so lastly, I'm Tisha, Latisha, Tisha. Um, in New Jersey, I'm in Piscataway, New Jersey, so like Central Jersey area. Uh, also a personal trainer, uh, personal uh, one-on-one se- sessions, group sessions, uh, and things surrounding body toning. It's kind of like the basics as far as personal training and fitness goes. Um, also, like Danny said, with the times that we're in, it's just to make make fitness convenient um, for our life and, and what kind of boundaries we have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you. sorry. If I could double back for Courtney. So I offer the same services. What trainer might be the right trainer for you? With I have weight training, hit. Uh, one-on-one sessions, group sessions, virtual sessions, in-person sessions as yeah, for right now. And there'll be more to come as we expand our knowledge and uh, the health and wellness field. For all of us, you'll see some more services down the line. But this is what we're currently offering. So feel free to reach out to any of us, mm-hmm. wherever you are. If you look at our lives, you can kind of get what kind of workouts we do, too. Mm-hmm. We try to give you previews. That's why we try to each take a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see, like, you know, what kind of workout, what kind of intensity sometimes, you can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You might just, you know, oh, well, this workout was a little bit more intense and I want more intensity, so I'm going to work with this person or, you know, I wanted a little bit less or I have a child, I have a two-year-old, three-year-old and Danny's the one because she's, <laughs> she's, she's got a two-year-old too and she's, you know, she's getting through it and two-year-old's helping her and a two-year-old's squatting next to her. And, you know. Thank you for sharing. So overall, how are you all doing, you know, with, pandemic and stressful time and getting back to what's called the new norm i don't think i'm adjust. i don't think i really have to adjust uh <laughs> because i live in a house with five other people big family so i'm not really lonely or anything um i've been able to like being alone and my little brother who's uh recent grad so i get him to come out and work out uh with me so that it kind of maybe gives me a gym feel where at least somebody else is struggling next to me or um, I'm getting that encouragement when I do feel like I'm alone and need an extra push. And also the girls, sometimes we get on and um, do a session together. But I think right now it's about reaching out to what you what we're going to refer to, I guess, as our village right now, as your circle to keep it close and to um, just stay binded with the people that you, you have close to you. I think for me more so is just remaining in that positive mindset because it's like I'm tired of my cooking sometimes and you know I just want shake that and, <laughs> and, yes, and I agree <laughs> so, well, it's only, it's only so much so it's just more finding that 
had gone to sell by going insane by eating so much sauteed kale, <laughs> a homemade salad dressing, and uh, uh, low carbs. <laughs> or uh, keeping that, that sanity of kind of tracking and reminding yourself of your goals and you're reminding yourself of uh, that this is not a permanent thing. Um, that is just a thing where you, I would say, see the positive in it of just taking time to observe things around you and to make little intricate life details or maybe uh, learning different recipes that you didn't have time to before because um, you just ordered out a lot. Um, so just, and also trying to stay outdoors and social distancing. So me, I just know I'm taking advantage of trying to go out earlier because I live in New York and, you know, everyone goes outside in New York. So I try to go out earlier when I'm like walking a dog. Um, I try to minimize my cars because I'm not as active. I bought a bike. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, my bike been cutting into miles. <laughs> so I just, it's just kind of keeping that head strong of like, this is not a permanent place and I do have fitness goals and I do have life goals that I want to have a long, a long, a healthy lifestyle. And if I remain in this spoken place of like, I want to eat this, eat this because I'm home, it kind of just keeps you there and not progress. So that's how, what I do. Okay. Watch it, Courtney. Um, I, I am always on the move. I'm never home at all, ever. Like, I'm one job to the next and personal training and here, there. This time for me was real good because I was able to rest. I was able to get more myself in better with my nutrition, being able to be home and actually cook food more than I was cooking because I was cooking, but... Sometimes I'm over it and I'm like, nope, we're gonna go to Shake Shack, and uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna do a double workout today, or I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna burn the calories, but you know I'm gonna figure it out. So um, for me, it it was great because it was like a really good rest time, and I could focus on other things in my own nutrition, my health and wellness journey, because um, we all have it, no matter how in shape we may look or how you know great people may look. It's still a journey because if we fall off that journey, we may not look like that anymore. So to continue on that journey, we still have to make tweaks to, to it ourselves every day and, you know, mm -hmm. every month and, you know, reset our goals and make sure that things are aligning with, you know, what's going on in our lives. So for me, it gave me time to sit down, reevaluate a lot of things um, when it came to like my fitness plans, like, hey, I was a gym rat, so I'm going to the gym at 6 o'clock in the morning, but now... I had to go like in the parking lot in my complex or, you know, in my house somewhere. So that was a little bit of a, a tad bit of a change and adjustment, but you know, I figured it out. I made redid my workouts, re readjusted. That's all I had to do was just readjust. Still the same goals, just a different way I'm going to reach the goals. So whenever it's getting tough and it's, it's like, Oh man, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Maybe sit down and readjust what you're doing and how you're doing it. And then you might be able to find a different way that might work out better for you. So this mm -hmm. time, this COVID, this pandemic, it's given me time to sit down and reevaluate a lot of things and aspects of health a lot for me and, and definitely the wellness and the nutrition part. Um, so that's how I've been feeling. Um, for me, honestly, nothing has really changed um, for, for me as far as like working. Cause I, so I have to work in the building or in my office um as because i work uh with kids with autism for my full-time job um so but what i learned
pandemic, I've been trying to adapt some of the things that I've been, that I incorporate on my regular full-time job um, and using utilizing those tools that I have um, from working with myself and with my family. Um, so for me, like, I really just learned, like, overall, like, this year, um, taking a step back, like, family and time is, like, really important um, with you know, with my busy life, my, my husband's busy life, he actually, his, like, world just came to an end. Like, his, he works um, for, he's a coach at a um, university, mm-hmm. and his, for track, it's, like, all year round, right? So, like, he's so used to, like, being in the, the job and, like, uh, recruiting and, and things like that, but, like, literally, his job stopped. So, it really, like, um, helped me to, like, slow down and, like, really incorporate, like, family with each other just because we had a little more time. Although my job didn't really stop, but it was always my duty to, like, you know, plan things for the family and things like that. So I really learned, like, the importance of, like, health and wellness. Mm -hmm. You know, right now we're living in a a true pandemic about that's really affecting people that has, that are healthy (laughs) and that has died um, and things like that. So I really put a lot of things in perspective for, for me and for, for everyone of like, you know, it's, it's really, this time right now is really important to be healthy. Like if it's not any other time, like right now, it's really been showing us like, you gotta, you gotta really like really, really reevaluate your life and you know, your values and um, you know, the things that you're eating and, and all the things that's going on. So I really think like, I'm, and I'm a true believer. Um, so like God is telling us something, like mm-hmm. slow down, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and spend time with family and, and take care of your health. And, you know, you're not going to always have the things that you typically have with like traveling and, and, and going on vacations, like no. slow down and think about like why we're here. Exactly. Um, so like, I really like, it put a, a lot of perspective um, for me. And then I was having a little more time that I've had, um, you know, I started, like different businesses and um you know like we've been having like more meetings about you know passwords to fitness and like trying to keep up with the time and things like that so like you know it's really it just put a lot of things in perspective and i think really just trying to balance like health and wellness and my, your own mental health and especially in our community our black community I mental health agree. is important like people don't really think about like oh, that's just, like, that's a white thing. Like, they they take the medication or they see a therapist. Exactly. No, like, we should see a therapist, too. Like, exactly. therapist is not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a therapist is just, a, you know, someone that's not biased, not your girlfriend that's just going to egg you on and just say yes to everything. But a therapist is someone that is a non-biased thing. thing. And, like, we truly need something like that. We need, like, to really evaluate, like, our mental health and, um, so it just really, really been putting a lot of things in perspective for me. Uh, and I think just like right now, just really diving in and educating ourselves more about like health and wellness is just truly important um, for our family and for everybody. And I definitely agree. Um, mental health is definitely important. And then you bringing that up, that's something I'm also a clinician. So that's something I focus on. So, and me and Bria yeah. are bringing this together. We're like, we want to focus on the mental health, you know, and, mm-hmm. and how else we can work on that. It's not, you know, it's okay to go see a therapist. And during this time, it definitely put a lot of perspective on a lot of things for me too, because we also, me and Bria were cousins. So we um, experienced loss in the family. So we had to deal with that. And we have to right. deal with you know, family members that are 
just having challenges in their own personal life. So just trying, it's just, it just kind of put us in this position where we have to, we have to refocus. We have to think about what we're doing, slow down, see where we're going, see what we're doing, what are our goals, what our intentions are. And it definitely, um, and I, I, I can definitely agree with that in terms of reflecting on our lives and what we're doing. So I can relate. Embryo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think all that what you shared, ladies, I can relate to, you know, as, as um, Fadia shared, just dealing with personal loss, you know, through the pandemic that hadn't, wasn't even COVID related. So that's difficult in itself. And just um, being the type of person to be constantly on the go, even though I um, have been able to work from home with the type of position that I do in the social work field, I was blessed to have that, but it was definitely a shift to now have like my daughter home and she's, um, she was three at the time. Now she's four and now my husband is home. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to be all alone all day and having the time to, if not doing a, going to the gym and working out and taking a class, working out at home. Um, so that was a, a readjustment for me. Um, and then there was actually a period of time where I was just like, I don't want to cook anymore. <laughs> like, this is, this I is not and, and, you know, I follow the, the Betty Crocker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I follow the, I follow the keto lifestyle. And so I was just like, oh, man, I'm tired. I just want some, you know, I want some real pizza. <laughs> okay. Or, you know, some some a burger, and then it got to a point where it's like, all right, I need to take a step back because for me, I know that my emotions um, correlate with you know my mental uh, my mental health and just eating emotionally, and that was just something that I've had to learn over the years, and I mean that's something that's I'm sure everyone can relate to like during this time, you know what you're dealing with so many changes and so how are you coping and sometimes that's turning to eating and so um for me I've been able to just pivot and really use this time to really buckle down on my own health and fitness um sharing my journey on you know my Instagram and turning that into a business so it was like a blessing in disguise (laughs) um and um yeah and, and you know I always you know, just like you, Danielle, I believe, you know, that things happen where I is saying everybody just needs to slow down and take a moment yes, and do. really just focus on themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, guys, for sharing this. I mean, it's, it's a lot of information for us to take in. And Bria, I, I can't believe you just said that because I caught myself. I've been buying chips and eating them late at night. So I need to stop. <laughs> No, I need to stop, no, no, no. especially if I want that type of booty that we were talking about earlier today. Um, exactly. Yes, I'm going to have to slow down on them chips. <laughs> so, ladies. Yeah, give you a different booty. <laughs> Please don't say that. So, ladies, how did you begin your journey to pass- Password to Fitness? Okay, so funny story. I, now these are like, these are my four best, these are my three best friends. So, you know, every girl has their lovely group chat. So I'm, I'm like, you know, guys, I'm thinking about, you know, being a personal trainer and doing, you know, a fitness thing. Um, I'm not super creative. So um, I just asked my friends. I'm like, hey, guys, would you guys help me with the name? Like, you know, what should I call? Like, what should I call myself? And uh, I believe it was Tisha who was like, or Danny was like, 
oh, we should maybe just do it all together since, you know, we're all, we all still work out. We all still, you know, are into health and wellness. And I was like, all right, that's a great idea. So we came up with the name Passport to Fitness, um, basically because we travel together as college friends. Nice. So for uh, a while, so we've been friends since college and we continue to grow our relationship even after college. And uh, yeah, we travel together a lot and uh, the group, our group chat name was Passport Babes. So we were like, why not do Passport to Fitness? Like we all travel, we love mm-hmm. to travel and then we all love fitness. So mm-hmm. why not just put it together and make it Passport to Fitness? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's how I, it actually all kind of came about as to be Passport to Fitness. Um, for me, I've always uh, been in sports. Um, I've done stuff from basketball to swimming, track I've done the longest. That's what I went to college for. That's why I met these lovely ladies on the track team in college. So um, for me, I've always been in, in type of some type of sport, sporting. So in order for you to do that, you have to stay in some type of shape. You have to stay fit. So even after I finished running in college, I took the next year and I still continue to run. Um, I've done some like weightlifting competitions. Oh, nice. um, I just continue to stay fit, try to you know get into different things and see what other things are like um, in the health and wellness world. So for me, um, you know, health and wellness is a huge thing for me in my life. So I uh, thought that with the like-minded friends that I have, it would be a great thing to do together. So we kind of came together and we were all on one accord and we were able to put this together because we have that common goal of wanting to spread our health and wellness knowledge and experiences with other people and help them throughout the communities um, especially the black communities that, you know, may not necessarily always have the money to take care of themselves and stuff that, you know, show them that there's some resources that's out there that's free and, you know, they can gain knowledge by looking on certain things or making sure that they take care of themselves certain ways. So that's for me. I don't know if you need anybody else to say that. I want to, um, add just like as, as passport to fitness. So we traveled together. Um, what brought us together personally, like, First of all, was fitness is is what brought us together. Yes. Danielle came from California. Sasha was in Connecticut. Courtney came from New York, New York, and I came to Connecticut from New Jersey. So, from the very beginning, it's been fitness that has allowed us to travel these these roads and mm-hmm. allowed us to meet each other. Um, had we not been in fitness, you know, some for me, I know that I ran track from college. I ran track from high school so that I could go to college. So my fitness, again, was allowing me to, to you know, get my education. It was, it was going to uh, get me a scholarship. So you know what? I'm going to need to stay fit. I'm going to need to stay healthy so that I can fund my education. Um, mm-hmm. And then now, as far as passports to fitness, because I just think that fitness is something that is going to take you wherever you need to be. Um, if, it, if you need to go for a run or get a workout in to clear your mental space um, a little bit, it's going to bring you bring you some mental health in that way. Uh, working out on, on your own so that you can have energy, eating well so that you can have energy is gonna help you to get through the eight hours that you have to work um, during the day. So your health and wellness is gonna take you to all of the places that you wanna go, much like a passport. Um, so that, that passport defense is, is, it means a lot. I feel like it's a, a lot behind that name and how we met and where we can go with this. 
that's interesting because when I saw Passport to Fitness, I was like, it, it, it attracted me. I was like, I've, the way it came together, I was like, Passport to Fitness. And I was like, I need to learn more about it. And then when I, I was like, okay, I'm guessing they're traveling because it said the passport, so they're traveling. And then they're bringing fitness together. When originally, I, what I thought first was that you guys were doing fitness overseas, probably like traveling and doing fitness. But just hearing like how you all came together and bringing it together, it makes it makes, it makes makes a lot of sense to me. And I like how it came about. It's like you already had the title and it's like, oh, let's tie this in together and your um your interest in sport and being active in college brought all you guys together and you guys still remain friend, friends so that's pretty amazing mm-hmm. i was gonna say in addition to that you know our goal especially because we're all in different states right mm-hmm. so our goal is to build a community in our state mm-hmm. um and then once we build that community our goal is to have that community of women or men to come to one location and be a part of this retreat and be a part of uh, a community of like-minded people that wants to continue their journey on a, their journey to fitness. So passport to fitness where you travel in different States. Um, and you know, that's our, that's one of our, the piece that we really want to share with that everyone, like you guys are a part of our family. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own fitness journey. Wherever, wherever you want to start, everyone has their own track, um, right? So, like for me, like a lot of people see, oh yeah, you're you're fit and you you know you don't have to work out or you don't have to do this or whatever. Like, no, I'm on my own journey as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's what we really want to inspire um, with you know with our background with with competing and um, and uh, some of us are coaches and. We have our own like side jobs too. Um, you know, Sasha. It, you know, she's a she's in the I always mess up next. PA. <laughs> she's a PA. I'm waiting. But you know, she has that like that medical background, and you know, we want to just build this community of people and educate and inspire. And um, we come from the background of, of competing. So we know the commitment that you need to, to put in to get to your journey, to get to your goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like the biggest thing is just commitment. Yes. People think there's like this big master plan and this, this like, just, you know, this thing that you could just easily just become fit or become like this perfect image of yourself, but you have a journey, um, you know, and as long as you commit to it, you know, through our experience with competing and, you know, you know, we're all Americans and, and things like that in, uh, in track, like we have those tools and we have those, those, uh, values that we really want to encompass with our, the community that we, um, are a part of. So through our experience, you know, we want to make sure that people adapt this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. It's not yeah. really a quick fix, but you, you can't just do the keto diet and think you're, you're, you're good after that. No, like, nope. as soon as you stop mm-mm, that keto mm-mm, diet, mm-mm. that will so come on 10 times more than what you ever expected. Um, so it's a lifestyle. And with every lifestyle, you don't have to be dramatic. Like, people tell me, like, oh, do I have to cut off sugar? I'm like, no, you can have sugar. Like, actually, sugar gives you, like, this negative um, kind of, like it's, it's a negative thing, but it really isn't. Like all it does is break down in your system. Mm-hmm. Just it's everything is just in moderation. So moderation is key. We talked about having um, 
it like it's a journey it's not something where you just get up and you just do it and you're just like okay I'm done this especially for me I know I used to be very active since God know when I started walking and I followed through to high school and then after grad school I kind of fell off a little bit um, I like how you put the concept of passport to fitness is a journey it's not just something you can just get up and go and do you know like traveling it's not it's just a journey as well it's not something you just get up and just do you're doing it for a reason there's a goal behind it and for you, Sasha, is there anything else you wanted to add into how Passport to Fitness came about and any individual goal? What inspired you to be part of it? For me, Passport to Fitness came about prior, like with my journey in fitness along with my education and uh, health and wellness. My full-time job is a PA and I work in pathology where I see the correlation or more so the end product of mm-hmm. chronic diseases. What I mean by end product is um, death. A lot of people die of uh, chronic diseases, and most of it is genetics. Most of it is environmental factors, and a lot of it is what you eat in your lifestyle. Um, prior to Passport Defendants, I was a health educator and talking about different diseases, like a, such as stroke and diabetes, um, and educating like the black and brown community um, on preventative methods outside of genetics and environmental factors that will decrease or, or aid or minimize that gap and disparities for our people. 
And then it came about with trying to take those skill sets that I learned and attribute it to health and wellness and nutrition and kind of completing the whole passport the fitness of the, the fitness aspect and contributing it with the nutritional aspect and, and then creating like that overall wellness aspect that uh, completes the whole package. Um, and also uh, with, the, with the continuation with uh, Tisha said of um, have everyone have this belief that everyone you shouldn't compare yourself because you know you with this whole social media thing you'd be like oh my god this person has a perfect body this and that and that we all get in that whole comparison mode where you a lot of these people that are on instagram or on social media are really unhealthy um even though they may look fit and appealing to our eye mm-hmm. but um having everyone have that mindset that your journey which is your life your your journey of fitness which it may take people and it's not going to be happening in a year if you spend 25 a year 25 years of your life eating or living a certain way it's going to take some time to and a strong mental capacity to change that back and having someone that has that understanding that this is your life this is this is your your realm of fitness and this is your how to create your guide to get to where you need to go and block out the noise of how much percent body fat block out the noise of what size you should wear um how thick your thighs should be what is your um uh what what clothes you should wear what should fit cellulite non-cellulite mm-hmm. and um have this community of you have your own journey to fitness and um it, it's like a passport and each time you have this mental stamp in your head of i got to this point now let me get to the next point i got to this point now let me get to the next mm-hmm. point i like so. that as you talk about this and for nutrition how important it is and how does it play a big part into fitness Nutrition plays a big part into fitness because you fitness kind of starts with nutrition. Like you, what you eat, like you can't. There's a saying that you can't outrun a bad uh, a bad diet, which is true. And actually, and it's also the saying that like it's diet cures more than doctors. And I will give my own self as an example in my journey as a as a health and fitness as a why nutrition is a big a big component in it. About 2017, I was diagnosed with prediabetes with an A1C level of 8.4. That's mm. basically actually diabetic. I thought I was eating healthy. I thought I was doing good. I wasn't overweight. I was, you know, had snatch waist, booty, you know, cellulite. I thought I was cute out here in the street. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you came to a realization that actually when you count your, your carbs, count your fats, count your proteins, I actually wasn't eating healthy. I looked healthy. I was okay. But then I, I slowly changed and not more so like went on medicine and went on insulin. And I took that as my own journey of I'm going to change and manipulate these things and manipulate these things. You realize a lot of these foods are really, really bad. Uh, it's like if you take the time to read the nutritional label and a lot of things that are added into it and the branding of how they perceive things to be whole grains and whole nuts and, and lower cholesterol, like that, that attributes to a lot of people's non- the knowledge that they don't have in picking the right nutrition. When I get back to my journey and how I understood how nutrition plays a role in it, I kind of completed a lot of things. And I went back to get my, my A1C levels rechecked and they were still high. And I was like, all right, we got to work on this. So I got stringent about the, the carbohydrates I'm taking, the uh, fats I'm taking. And people think like, oh, well, these are good carbs or good fats, um, but it's still a fat. So too much of a fat turns into fat. Too much of a carb or too much of a sugar breaks down and stores as fat. A lot of people don't understand that. So that's when I realized and got my nutrition level on fact then on track. And I got my A1C levels did again. And it, it went down to 5.4 when I realized how important nutrition is. Not just more so of I'm going to have a cheat meal here. 
because those sheet mills add up and they add up to maybe clogged arteries, add up to chronic diseases. So when, when Daniel gets into the idea of a lifestyle, it, it really is a lifestyle and it really is, I'm going to make a conscious choice every day, all day for the rest of my life to have nutrition and have a better fitness. So that's why I feel like it's linked together. You can't eat bad food and work out. You can't work out. You can't not work out and eat good food. Mm. because you need to work out Mm -hmm. for your cardiovascular health. You need to work out for your mental health. We need to eat good so you can feed that all the way down to the cellular level so you can feed Mm -hmm. that as well. I'm going to need some help because I'm starting to learn how to read the nutrition label. It's still a bit confusing for me. I'm just like, I know I just can't have this. I can't have this. I was going to say you missed our live. I do need to go I'm gonna go back to it because I did see it because for me um just like you um the reason why I change how I eat and starting to focus on my diet is because like you said you think you're looking good out in the street and then you go to your doctor's office and they're like um hello it's your blood report like <laughs> what's going on here and I was, I'm like what do you mean like I'm petite like I'm small like I've I do everything I'm supposed to do. I'm not eating fast food. Like, what are you talking about? And when I, (laughs) yes. And she was like, if you don't do something right now, you're literally about to become borderline diabetic. And I was just like, in my family (laughs) struggles with that. And I was like, yeah. And I just started like cutting out meats. I just started changing what I eat. And then I just started working out, but I'm just not consistent with the workout. But in terms of reading the label and understanding what's, the calories and the count that's the part that i need to work on and learn more about a visit to the doctors definitely changes your perspective and makes you think about your health in a different way and making you think about like okay i do need to eat healthier i do need to change what i'm doing it's a lifestyle like it's either if you don't change it you're gonna continue to you're gonna get sick eventually you're gonna continue down the path or you can make a choice and say no i need to hit i need to live a healthier lifestyle and this is what i need to do it comes all down to how bad do you want to live and what quality mm-hmm. of life you want to live. So, and, and then when yeah. you have that mindset, and a lot of people think of, oh, I'm out here trying to create generational wealth, but they eat McDonald's every day for breakfast. It's like generational mm-hmm. wealth comes from generational health. Like you can't create that, can't create that legacy if you're feeding your kids garbage because you eating garbage. It's just like you're breaking the cycle that is trying to be broken. Like you're creating, yes. keeping the strong cycle that is trying to be broken. Mm-hmm. So it all comes into that, like what, how long you want to live and what quality of life do you want to live. Mm-hmm. so when people have that understanding in their mindset like yeah them chips are good but you know I want to keep my toes because I don't want to be diabetic you know I don't want to have a bypass or I don't want to have a heart attack because I'm eating potato chips like them chips ain't that bad like it's alright I could make bake me some sweet potato chips it's okay mm-hmm. I'm, I want to live longer that kind of what really sets us different from like other like general personal trainers like we have you know the background of a PA that kind of she dissects you know these um body parts from like different diseases and like and she's able to kind of like have that perspective of like what the end goal could be from like all the bad things that you put in your body all the you know the things that you know you're eating that can really deteriorate your your body yeah like you could be this perfect fitness person but if you don't have that, that nutrition base when it comes down to like, let's see your doctor visits. Let's see mm-hmm. like what the doctor is, is saying. So like, we really encompass like, all right, what what's what's your doctor recommendation? Like, we're not going to just get you and say like, all right, 
commit to three to five days, you'll be fine. Like you'll you start seeing results, whatever. Like we really try to like think of big picture, overall health. Our our number one goal is, is is everyone's journey, everyone's like journey to like passport and, and, and their fitness to um, accomplish their goals and their overall like health to be around like their family. So I think that's what kind of like sets us different from other personal trainers. Yeah, that resonates with me because I didn't I didn't start becoming more serious about my health once I had my daughter. She's my she's my first. But prior to that, my mom was like, you just need to watch your health. I'm like, I'm fine. And like, I like being thick and curvy. Like, uh-huh. this butt and thighs are staying. <laughs> but, you know, just, but also once I had her, like I had high blood pressure. And mm. in the past, I had high cholesterol. And when the doctor wow. told me I had high cholesterol, I was like, what? Okay, so I need to change this, definitely. Uh-huh. And so um, once I had her... It was just like instant, like I want to be able to live a long life for her and to also teach her to take care of her body. So I'm like, I'm going to be her role model. So making sure that I'm getting back into my fitness routine. And I also suffer from postpartum depression. And so that's where my, and that's where my eating just got even worse because I, I didn't understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling and naturally for me food was comfort until like my husband was just like maybe we should talk to the doctor like I think this is what you probably have and I was just like oh okay and so she confirmed that for me and so that was um like just the start of it getting my health in control and so I've always been the type of a person like when I look back on my journey I've tried like every diet I think I felt like I've tried a really low-carb diet, but then it didn't fit for me because once I was off of it, like, the cravings were just too strong for mm-hmm. me, and I was easily gaining the weight right back. And so just trying to find something that worked out for me, and then my friend, she became my personal trainer, and she started off with a low-carb diet. It worked. I dropped weight instantly. I learned that dropping weight so fast isn't sustainable for me, for me, and for anyone and so having to go right back to the drawing board okay what is gonna work for me and so she introduced the keto lifestyle for me and even with that I struggled because I dropped the weight very quickly and then had to go back to the drawing board and say okay what is going to work for me what do I like that's working for me I know that all my cravings go away I like that my energy is up. I like that I'm actually having fun. It's therapeutic for me. I'm sharing my journey and inspiring other people and then also getting back into fitness. I don't like the gym. I never liked the gym. But now I traded in like cute clothes for active wear and so some dope sneakers. <laughs> Waking up yep. to work to work out in my house. And she she's like my cheerleader. She's four. She's like, yeah, mom, let's go. Or she's like, are we working out today? And I'm like, I'm tired. But okay, we're going to work out today. How does someone know where to even start with their nutrition and choose a lifestyle or even where to start with fitness? I think when it comes to fitness, you can literally start anywhere because you just have to do something that you weren't doing before. So you have to wake up and, like you said, you wake up and put those clothes on. You have to wake up and be intentional. I want to be a little bit more active than I was yesterday. Like Danny said, we have these big goals like, oh, I want to go to the gym and I want to be look like this person or I want to lift this. 
you have to understand that your body is the only tool you really need when it comes to the fitness aspect. Body weight exercises will give you strength. It'll tone you. Running is a full body exercise that'll help you to start to, to shed weight if that is what your goal is. Um, so you'll shed the weight while, while toning those muscles. I think that we have to start big, we have to be intentional, and we have to be realistic. Just understanding that some things are just unreal and some things are not for you. Like, it's, it's not your path. Mm-hmm. Follow up with what Tisha was saying. I get a lot of people like, oh, I can't, I don't have time to go to the gym. That's fine, but you can work out in your house or in your garage or your driveway or your parking lot. There's really no limitations on where you can get a workout in, whether you walk around the block, whether you walk a mile a day, just up, up and down the street. Like you can do, you can start your journey, like she said, at any time, any point. It's just you wanting to start and stay committed to that journey. It's really a mental thing. No matter, no matter what we do, it's real mental. Like, I led that workout this morning. I was dying with you guys. Mentally, yes, you were. <laughs> but I was dying. I have to keep saying to myself, like, I can finish this workout on this live today, right now. You can do it. You can do it. My body is breaking down just like yours is. Maybe, maybe not as, you know, you guys, everybody's shape is in different shape. We all can start wherever. Some, this, today could have been somebody's first day starting. And now they continue, whether it's they just get up and say, I want to be active for 30 minutes because you know what? Her workout was 30 minutes and I had time for that. I didn't have to go to the gym. I just went outside. You can start anywhere. It, it doesn't take much for anybody to start. I mean, it does take people a lot to stay constant, which is why you have your personal trainers to try to help you stay consistent and to continue to push you to reach your goals and keep you consistent because a lot of people, like you say, it's a quick fix. It's like, oh, 30 days, I dropped like 10, 15 pounds or whatever. And now, you know, I'm good. See you later. And then you're back next month. Like, oh, hey, I, now I'm back up 30. Can you <laughs> help me drop? And it's like, that's not it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, we try to set you up to make sure that you guys continue as a lifestyle. You know, as Danielle was saying earlier, this is a lifestyle. I go on vacation. People look at me like I'm crazy. Do I go on vacation to work out, ladies? Every vacation. I get up early in the morning, before all the tours, before all that stuff, I go, I work out because it's a lifestyle. It's not something that I stop because I'm on vacation for a week. That's nice, but I still have goals. And those goals can get lost in that week of all that food, all that everything. You got to just continue with what you're doing. And like Tisha said, be very intentional. Wake up. I am going to do this. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do a half an hour workout today, and that's on my to-do list. Cross it off. Make a list. Make something, you know, make it so that it's easy for you, whatever works for you, best for you to get things done. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a reminder in the phone or, you know, wall calendar or a sticky note like Issa. Or, <laughs> or no, what is it, girl? Mary Jane. Sorry, Mary, Mary Jane. Mary Jane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mary Jane. Uh-huh. You know, something. <laughs> just, just so that you know, you keep it in your mind. Like, I still have to work out today. I know it's getting late. It really just, as long as you have a, a place that you live in, you can you can work out and start your journey. You can get started with things like that. And then there's always us to help you, push you, keep you accountable, questions that you might have, all of that. It might be your motivation. Mm-hmm. Cute outfit. Danny knows. Danny likes cute outfits, too. So if you need <laughs> a cute Nike outfit that's going to get you to work out every day, buy it. On set. 
Right. <laughs> that's what I started doing. I started looking at your outfit. And just what you said, Courtney, that's something I started doing too. Because when I usually travel, I'm not thinking about fitness. And I took my first solo trip back in November. And that's something I did for the first time. And I started in Bali. And I was like, you know what? I book a yoga class. And it was like the most amazing thing. And I was just like, every morning now I'm doing something. I'm like working out. And then I went to, when I got to India, the one thing I learned about um, visiting in India is that after we were done eating and doing our tour, they will take us to the park and go for a walk. At first I was like, oh, why going to a park after we eat? I thought it was just to like, just to hang out in center. And then as I was talking to our tour guy, she was like, well, after you eat, you're supposed to like go for a walk to help your body digest. And I'm like, oh, so that's why they do it. It's not just like, oh, just look at, oh, pretty flowers or pretty birds or people. It's just to help your your body to digest. You want to give your body time to pro- you know, to digest what you're eating, to kind of like get back to normal state because you've been so active throughout the day. It's like kind of like letting your body also calm down, like you're easing out to the night. And that was something that I noticed that helped me too because I felt energized throughout my trip. I felt good. I felt like... I can just go on and go on and I didn't feel like bloated like when I travel and I'm eating I'm just like okay I'm done like I don't want to do anything so I do notice a difference when you do work out even when you're traveling it's something that you can do for like 15 minutes or 30 minutes it definitely had a difference in my health it is I days sometimes because I don't work out every single day on vacation but the days that I don't I feel so much so drained like by the end of the day and if i start out with my workout in the beginning and get it done i i feel like i have more energy throughout the day to get through those tours and get through like things that i'm doing throughout the day even when i'm on vacation that and that's what i was going to say too like bring in the, the mother aspect to it as moms you wear multiple hats right yes you, don't you ever do get a break. <laughs> you don't get a break at all three things that i've kind of learned um is to be present in the moment. Wherever the moment is, whether you know, you're talking with your business partners or you're, you're at work or you know, you're at home, what hat are you wearing and what moment are you in? And to think about like the moment that you're in and then to balance. I love to like have fun. I love to um, you know, when I'm at home, I don't even think about work. Like, I turn my phone off, I shut it off. Like, if I'm, like, planning different things, like, with, you know, our, our business partners, like, I have these, like, um, times, like, planned out, and then I shut it off. It's, like, really being present in the moment because you're not you're not able to be everywhere, but you're, you never get a break. Um, and also, the biggest thing for me, like, I live by my planner. So, like, even, like, in trying to encompass, like, uh, fitness, so plan out your day, plan out your week, put like what day you're going to work out, you know, like really trying to put that into your planner week by week. I live by week by week as opposed to the whole month because things change because things happen. Like you're not perfect. And for me to really like learn, like I'm not perfect. Like I'm not a perfect mom, I'm not a perfect friend, I'm not a perfect sister or brother, whatever, wife, but like things happen and not to like beat yourself up. Like you want to like live to this expectation, but it's not realistic. You you know, you gotta have that balance. You gotta compromise too, especially, you know, being a mother as well and, um, you know, running different businesses and things like that. Like there's things that's gonna have to, for the day, for the moment, that's gonna have to take a seat, sit back, a sit, a sit back, right? So 
you know, you may not be able to talk with your girlfriends all night. You got to tuck your daughter in bed. Or you might not be able to work out as planned for the day because you have to cook dinner, a late night dinner. And that's okay. Like, it's okay. Things are not going to go perfect. Key things that I remember, commitment is like key. If you commit to something and you know your end, you know your goals, it's going to work out. If it changed for the day, the next day is a brand new day, brand new month, right? Commit to your values. My values right now is family and fitness. That's what I bring to my everyday. Sometimes I do work out with Anne Marie. I'll grab her, go in the backyard. She got her bike. I got my dumbbell and I'm like, all right. Good, I'm good, about to work out, you gonna jump in, you gonna jump out. I love it. Like, we got it done, it may not be perfect, but we got it done. I think social media sucks, because you really like see all these different things, and you see all these perfect bodies, and you see all these perfect moms with the baby, and and they're flexing, and they're like, oh, how do they have time? Like, you really don't have, you really don't have time, but like, the thing I do think is important is time, so like, choose your time wisely. So there's things you can shut off. Being a mother, just like having that balance and being okay with like things not going perfect. Like things not going like how you think it's gonna go and not beating yourself up about what's not gonna happen. So my motto is just like, you make time for what you make time for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and what you want to make time for. What you want, what's your end goals and just to carry that out throughout your life in general and day by day and week. So as mom, you have your child with you, like for parents to start working out, to make Mm -hmm. time, what are some ways they can start to incorporate that into their life? One of my target audience is mothers. So I always tell mothers just to start with what is doable. Like my values are committing to something. So if your commitment is once a week to working out, that's fine. Commit to once a week, continue that. A lot of mistakes people make with fitness and like um, whatever goals they have, they just start off like, okay, it's August, I'm gonna I'm gonna work out five days a week and I'm gonna get up in the morning, and I'm gonna have this clean diet and I'm gonna do it for a month. No, you do that for a month or you do it for two weeks and you are exerted, all your energy, energy is exerted because it's not, it's not real. <laughs> like, my recommendations is to be realistic with yourself and with your lifestyle. Fitness is what you want to accomplish. Like, build that into your lifestyle. Don't try to, you know, again, I go to social media. Like, you see these people working out. Like, that's all they do. That's part of, like, their job. That's their 9 to 5 job. That's mm-hmm. not your lifestyle. It's not, like, what you have going on in your life. You can't work out every day. You can't, like, get yourself together. You got to... This full-time job, you got your daughter, you got these businesses, you got all the stuff. Like, it's not realistic. Again, it goes into, like, your journey. It goes into yourself. And that's what we really, like, try to individually, like, try to encompass with our clients. It's like everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own goals. And that's yours. No judgment, no nothing. So if you only can work out once a week, that's okay. Six weeks as you consistently work out once a week, you feel accomplished no matter what. And if you do that consistently, you're going to see results regardless. The biggest thing is just like not setting yourself up for failure, being committed to whatever you want to be committed to. So I have a, a coworker that 
right now she's riding her bike to work every day until the summer ends. Like mm-hmm. you, you live 10 minutes away, like why not? I could do that, I could do that every day. So every day, and she's on week like five, riding her bike to work, she's not at the gym, she's not trying to lift these dumbbells, she's not doing this keto diet. She's doing something that's realistic to her and like what's gonna work out for her. My number one recommendation is to think about yourself, what's realistic, what can you balance with everything that you got going on, think what's realistic and then stick to that. And as you get that momentum, as you get that consistency, then everything is gonna play off and you're gonna see those results. And Yeah, Danny, I think you explained it definitely well and it confirms for me um my own journey because i i've definitely haven't gotten it right and i've also had to learn as a mom to give myself grace and not be so hard on myself and so i learned to just really if if i'm not gonna work out five days a week i have to be realistic for myself and it's like two two days out of the week but on my off days try and go for a walk or, you know, um, and that's what, you know, I've been doing, you know, with my daughter, especially, and I got her a scooter. So I'm like, okay, well, we're going to go to the park and we're going to walk to the park and you're going to ride your scooter and I'm going to do this little power walk, <laughs> you know, today. Um, and even just, you know, now that I'm, you know, I have her and trying to get her situated and, you know, we definitely as mom have so many hats. So I actually got a planner and I was like, hey, we're waking up at this time. I drop her off at preschool at this time so that I have an hour in the morning to at least do, you know, a 30 minute workout or at least try and catch one of these recorded workouts for an hour and, and do that. And just know that it's literally just a commitment every single day and knowing that the scale is, is a number, but those non-scale victories, like I love the non-scale victories. Like I could fit that shirt that I couldn't wear, you know, a few months ago. And so those are definitely motivators for moms, just really being kind to yourself and also being patient because we live in a world of instant gratification and definitely social media doesn't make it any better, doesn't especially make any better. moms who have babies and then they snap back like two weeks later. That's not possible, <laughs> is it? <laughs> and that's what, and even for me, like, I'm not gonna lie, every time I say this, like, people frown up and they're like, oh, whatever. But I'm like, it was not easy for me to snap back. Like, it was not easy. And it wasn't easy. Like, I was like, oh, man, I'm an athlete. Like, I'll just get back in the gym for six weeks. Like, first of all, one thing, I had um, a C-session. I was already put off six weeks that I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. couldn't walk. I couldn't, I couldn't um, do anything that was, like, heavy lifting. Or That was, for me, being an athlete, I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is something that I can't even adjust to. And then for me, I'm like, all right, no, I got to get going. Like, all right, I got to get these pounds off. And it, it really put a lot of things in perspective. But, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, like, how much work you put in. Like, you know, and, and us as women, like, we go, our bodies go through so much. And, uh, like, I wish guys could, like, get a little taste of what we go through. <laughs> you know? Exactly. But, like, it, you know, all the hormonal thing and postpartum, like, that's a, it's a, real thing i always tell people like oh no it wasn't easy for me to snap back and they're like yeah whatever like you you, you were you 
is. Wow. And that's having been, I've been competing for track and field for six years. It's a journey. It's a consistent thing that you have to do. It's not something that you, it's going to be a quick fix. And what I love is I love seeing like moms who are incorporating like their kids um, into their fitness and then how their mm -hmm. children is like following their footsteps and doing it. I just love seeing that, especially with your girl. When I see her like participating with you, I'm like, yes, I'm like, I'm like rooting for moms. Yeah. I'm like, yes, you're including your kids. I'm like, they're trying to do it. Even it doesn't have to be perfect, but the fact that they're there and they're learning because we're role models for them. We're role models for the right. younger ones. If we don't live a healthy lifestyle, if we're not doing the things that we need to do, they're not going to do the same thing. So they're watching us. So we have to promote that. We have to show them the image of what it looks like. And if they want to do it, they can. If they don't want to, it's fine. But at least they're getting like the image of what, what healthy looks like physically, emotionally, and mentally from all of us. So we noticed on your one of your videos, you mentioned how your physical health is connected to your sexual health. Um so how does your physical health improve your sexual health? What's the correlation? I thought about that. I was like, what? Yes, I saw that. I was like, I'm interested. I want to know. <laughs> um, when you mean your physical health, you mean actual, like, working out, or do you mean nutrition as well? I guess both. Oh, I so mean... physical, nutrition, yeah. Uh, so I'll start with physical. Um, more so, like, physical health, like, doing um, cardio, improves your cardiovascular health, which improves stamina, and then improve stamina in women of a certain position. Lunges, uh, squats, they help kind of keep those muscles down there stabilized, especially with women, keeping your vaginal canal tight, doing Kegels. And men, for some reason, don't feel like they should do Kegels, which they should because it promotes stamina, good testosterone levels when you do the Kegels. Push-ups. Uh, Wait, one, one second. Yeah, what, how do they do Kegels? Yes, I was about to ask. I'm like, how do men kegels. do Kegels? <laughs> No, mine was for men. I was just like, for men, how do they do that? I'm like, for women, yes, I know. Like contracting your butt and like they contract their 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 prostate gland as as they. Do. No idea men can do it. I just learned something. Yeah, I, I, me so, too. Yeah. It promotes stamina. And, oh, yeah. So, okay. Because it increases the blood flow to those muscles, so when it's time to go work, they work. Just like the vaginal <laughs> canal, when it's time to use those muscles, they work. It creates. It it, it um minimizes the chance of women having vaginal prolapse when they get older because mm -hmm. their vaginal floor is strong from doing kegels so it's a muscle that a lot of people don't realize they should work out sex kind of works it out but like actual exercising and keeping the the blood flow there by doing kegels is a good exercise for men and women mm -hmm. um, okay <laughs> uh, mainly, uh, for men and women i don't know why women think that men have to have them a lot just to strength Okay. You want to enjoy yourself as well. When it comes they need to work. They need to work at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They don't have to have babies. So. That's a no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never, you never heard of them? They actually have like Kegel weights where you hold them in like your. That's what I was. And well, like, that was my first Yeah, I, I but saw those are advanced. The weight, and I'm like, how do they put the weight in there? Yeah. The weight is it like an egg shape? Yeah, I thought it was a yoni egg. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. 
Wait, what? <laughs> so women either way. They're actually good for like women who have like vaginal issues or their vaginal canal is weak when it comes to like childbirth and stuff like that. They'll actually mm. I wish I would have been that before I had Anne Marie. Because I, like, I, again, I was like, oh, I'm good. I work out. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's area that a lot of women don't work out. Yeah. So. I know, because I'm like, I know, I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, I know about the yoni eggs. You can use that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I thought yeah, that was the only thing. Like, it's like they're weighted and you stand up and it kind of like hangs. And then, like, you, you do the kegels and it's like you lift it up, lift it down, lift it up. Oh. It's, a, it's a muscle. Your work, it literally is crazy. Oh, I'm, gonna I'm gonna have to. No, I'm gonna buy me one. How about that? <laughs> I'm gonna like do my research and go. Any recommendation where I can get one? <laughs> I don't know. I just do kegels. I do kegels. I haven't answered the weighted part yet. But, um, it's good. It's good for your um vaginal canal, which actually holds up your cervix. So your your you don't have flow issues. Your vaginal canal is secreting properly. It's a lot of things that contribute to that. Push-ups is good for um, sexual health because it increases your body, uh, upper body strength. So when you're in certain positions and things, like you can hold yourself up and have a better sexual experience. I was saying also when it um, comes to like physical aspect of fitness, yoga and meditation is good um, because a lot of like sexual erectile issues, vaginal issues, or women actually climaxing to, to the fullest potential have a lot to do with like the brain and your ability not to control and block out things. So meditation helps with that and staying focused and staying at adherent to like what's happening now and kind of controlling your mind where it comes to that and not bringing stress to the bedroom when you're with your partner for, for the fitness aspect of it. Mm-hmm. What was your question? Before I start the nutritional <laughs> part? No, I, I'm learning a lot. I'm, I'm learning I a lot. Have a, I do have a nutrition. So, you know, they say that, well, you have pineapples. You know, it's all good for for your vagina. It tastes good all that. <laughs> so, what are certain foods that, you know, a man or a woman can eat that impacts, like, their sexual health and their, and their just intimacy? So, specific, I'm not going to give specific foods because it depends on a person's overall health. I will give you, like, okay. own overall. So, you want to control foods with sugar, like, high sugar mm-hmm. content. Many women, because you get yeast infections, which is candida albicans. You also have issues with like your vaginal secretion and also your, the, what can I say? The, uh, we all go on here. Taste of vaginal secretion can change because the vaginal is automatically in an acidic environment. Taste of it, it can change with the, the sugar. So increased sugar kind of messes up that pH balance, which is why you get mm-hmm. yeast infections because the the bacteria that's in there, which kind of balances out because, you know, a lot of, I don't know if a lot of women know that their vaginal canal has good bacteria, bad bacteria. When that the homeostasis is unbalanced for high sugar, more uh, candida albicans and overpowers it. So it kind of messes up the whole thing there. So watch your sugar. Um, men should also watch your sugar because it messes with testosterone levels, messes, messes with um, blood flow to uh, the penis area. So like if you have elevated sugar, it kind of gets deposited when you deposit it in your blood vessels, and those deposits can be like uh, causing basically like the it's kind of like a vasoconstriction type thing where your blood vessels constrict and you don't have as much blood flow there when your when your blood sugars are elevated. So kind of watching those foods that are high in uh, sugars, and especially not like natural sugars like fruit, more like things that contain added sugars like cane or 
um, uh, cornstarch or syrup, like those things that are like not natural sugars. Um, Because they kind of break down the blood vessel lining a little bit different. When it comes to sodium things, you want to watch foods that are high in sodium, high in salt, because it messes up your heart rate, your cardiovascular component of your heart when you're having sex. It also impacts impacts blood flow. Just like men have blood flow to their penis, your penis, uh, women have blood flow to the vaginal canal, so you're increasing sodium. You kind of like, like you know how hard salt is, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the graininess mm-hmm. of salt. Now imagine that, like if it's so, if the balance is off, it's going through your blood vessels and how it's deteriorating that lining. So you're not gonna get good quality blood flow to the to your vagina or to your um to the penis for guys because your your sodium content is so high. And then when it comes to fat, I mean, we watch the foods that are um, high in fat, like I would say red meat. Eat good fats like avocados or peanuts. Um, those are good fats. Um, when I say good fats, I mean um, unsaturated fats. So there's unsaturated, there's saturated fats, which is the bad fat, which contains in red meat. Um, and then there is the unsaturated fat, mono or polyunsaturated fat, which is the better fat, which is avocado, peanuts, salmon, fish, omega-3s. Those are the good fats. Your body breaks it down different. Bad fat, which is trans fat as well, which is like the hydrogenated oils, which is oils that are like cold-pressed, but potato strips are fried in, but french fries are fried in. Those are contains trans fat. Those are like the worst fats in so that has an effect on the sexual health because those get deposited in your blood vessels, inhibiting erectile issues for men, inhibiting vaginal secretions for women. And also, um, a lot of people don't understand or know the correlation between hormone levels. A lot of these things have an effect on hormone levels, such as men eating things that are high in fat can affect the leptin levels in men, which is a hormone that if it's too high, it's already in, you, it's in your, your your blood naturally, but if it's too high, it affects the testosterone levels. Which a lot of men, sometimes their diet can play an effect on like their testosterone and their sperm count. Usually they, they look at that if they're trying to have children and they're having infertility issues, they'll probably start with changing their diet and that can have an effect. Also estrogen, like a lot of guys are not, a lot of the foods contain estrogen. And if you read like these little granola things and contains peanuts, contains soy, which is estrogen. Men need to be very careful with estrogen. Really? Because, yeah. Uh, because that's why a lot of these men are walking around here bald. Uh, because it's like genetics and estrogen pass on. And a lot of our chicken has estrogen in it, which we don't know. It's a hormone that kind of makes them grow faster. So be careful with estrogen. Mm-hmm. So men can have not lower testosterone levels because if it's high, it's going to cause an imbalance of their hormone levels. So watch the soy, read these labels because they're in fine print when the label is folded over. It's like okay. the ingredients and then but all right, this container is like the fine print. This this label, this food contains peanuts, soy and some other particles. So be careful with that. A lot of these granola bars and some cereals even are starting to uh, contain soy. So men especially a lot of the men get the man boobs and also women need to be careful with the over consumption of estrogen because it can lead to like fibroids in us it can lead to fibroadenomas in our breasts that was a lot of information (laughs) that was a lot of information i was i was not expecting but you know what i'm happy you shared that because for me i was just like okay she's just gonna share like the fruit that we need to eat or but it makes sense like you need to be mindful of what you're eating. You need to pay more attention and not just mm-hmm. be like, just because something or someone said, oh, eat pineapple or eat this or don't eat that. You just yeah. eat it. You have to be careful of what you're eating because everybody's body is different. So you just taught me something and I'm like, oh, wow, pineapple I never thought of that. Because everyone's body is different. Yeah. 
everyone's vaginal health is different. Like some women may have a more acidic or more alkaline vaginal canal. So if they eat too much pineapples, which is an acidic fruit, it kind of kind of, kind of throws off our balance a little bit. Just be mindful of it. Okay. With what works for you. Yeah, see, I didn't even know that. Not to eat too much pineapple. And I'm going to sit here and probably eat a bowl of pineapple. Yeah, everyone's different. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, definitely learned some valuable information. And it was a great conversation and discussion that we had today just about, you know, your health, fitness, and just getting to know you all as passports to fitness and what you contribute individually and how it all ties in together. If you could pick a word to describe yourself and how it connects to your business and brand, what would it be? I would say for me, it would be determined. My biggest things and the two number one things for me is, is commitment and family. Through promoting like health and wellness, you know, for me, like, having that background for track and field, there's a lot that, there's a lot that it took to get to, like, where I needed to be for competing-wise, and I want to make sure that whoever I come in contact with, I'm able to kind of, you know, teach them or give them the, the tools that was helpful for me to get to the goals that I accomplished. So I would say like determination to kind of promote health and wellness to especially like our our population. So I really want to like put the resources back into our community. You, It's easy to be healthy. You just need those resources. You need those tools. You need those things that's like quickly there. If you go into our community, there's no stores there because one is the crime. So people move out. It's unsafe. We... I want to promote and I'm determined to promote health and wellness to people like us, to give them those resources. Why God put you on this earth to inspire? Like our goal is to inspire people. We're four black women that come from different backgrounds, but like our foundation is athletics. Our foundation from like throughout athletics, like we learned to what it takes to be on this journey. And what about you, Courtney? Um, my word would be inspire because what I think how it relates back to the brand is that that's what we're trying to get the black community to be inspired to work towards health and wellness in their own selves and then take that and like say like generational so take it to your daughter and your son or your cousin, or your aunt, and just continue to guide people. So once we teach one person, that person can help or say, hey, listen, these people were great. They told me all about my health and wellness. And so to continue to inspire people, those people that, yeah, they never worked out a day in their life, and now they're on everybody's Instagram Live doing workouts every day, inspire people to get into focusing on their health and wellness. This, like we said, this pandemic took out a lot of our people for we need to work on our health and wellness. And I think that one thing that we will do is inspire people to work on their health and wellness. We want to make sure that we are bringing the knowledge, the information, giving you everything that you need to start your journey and continue your journey and turn and your lifestyle until 
you can pass on to someone else to help them as well. What about you, Leticia? Um, I think I'm going to hyphenate my word. I'm going to say um, overachiever. So the way that's going to, for me, I'm an overachiever. As a competitor, I don't like to fail. Um, and as for passport to fitness, the way that I, the way that that word pours into the business for me is that with our clients, I would like to set small goals set small goals so that you can reach those goals and surpass those goals so that you don't have many days where you feel like you failed at anything mm. uh, because it's more important to focus on the things that you did do so let's set this small goal of maybe you know 30 minute workout this week if you get to check that off and you find time to do two more 30 minute workouts you've now met your goal and surpassed it so let's set small goals and overachieve like that and Sasha what about you my word is an acronym it's called Nagunkwa. never give up never quit that never quit um Nagunkwa is the word it's a acronym that I've lived by for a while um and I would say it best describes me because um when you at that that moment of life or moments of life um that are intermittent <clears throat> or continuous uh, sometimes you just want to throw on the towel and give up, but um, you just I have that acronym on hand and just remind myself that sometimes I'm hard, sometimes I'm not, but you just never give up. And I create that or relate that to the business brand because um, really back to passport for fitness, uh, you have a pass. Honestly, when I wake up, I think about Amory, and when I had her, I never knew what love was until I had her. Um, she just, although she gets, like, she gets me every day, but then some reason when I wake up, I'm re-energized and I'm like, all right, this is why, like, this is why I'm here. This is my purpose. You know, and she just helps me to like push through to, to everything in life in general, like in my job and, you know, like everything when I'm whenever I'm second guessing myself I'm thinking about like all right I'm I'm building I'm building a legacy right now um so whatever I do is gonna affect Emory it's gonna affect her future so I need to continue to push myself and continue to be the best version of myself so and I would say like for this year like I really kind of push myself to limits that I never even thought I could even do like really mm -hmm. just like I've been in a very much so like uncomfortable situations and I'm just like no this is like I have like this goal and, and this is what I'm gonna accomplish and it's been really motivating and just being a mom and just being um and just being inspired to help build a future for our end goal okay and what about you, Leticia? <laughs> Six. Six. Dang. <laughs> my first one was eight, so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the wildest thing you ever done? Bungee jump in Africa. Oh my Bungee god. Bungee jump in Africa with no helmet. No helmet. A helmet wouldn't even matter because if that's what bungee jump would have put my mind at ease. <laughs> That was crazy. So, that was so dope, though. You know what? It would have never mattered. I'm not even going to say 
Oh my god, because I've swim with shark in South Africa in a in a cage. So it's risky <laughs> in the Indian Ocean. So I'm not even gonna be like, oh my god. <laughs> oh wow. Yep. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I ain't swimming no shark. I ain't enticing no shark. <laughs> and, and I'm scared of heights. I can't jump out of a plane. I cannot do no bungee. Mm-hmm. I have a heart attack. Sasha well, and Courtney did it. Oh wow! And that was dumb. And they pushed me. They pushed they me. Pushed I, wanna, I was like, you can take the money. I just want to come back down. They pushed me. Keep the money. They put- yeah, keep, the, keep the money. Forget it. I'm wrong. But it was the best you experience, though. Was wrong. It was the only black it was people good. there. You should have known. Was wrong. <laughs> you the only black people up there in, in South Africa. <laughs> oh my god! I got everybody okay, right. I guess I'll choose mm-hmm. um, four. Four. Okay. What advice would you give your younger self at this time right now? To, to not have bought so many sneakers and and and, and put that no and kept that money in my savings account and no for real because I bought a lot of, I, I bought a lot of silly things when I was young I, I wasted a lot of money and I would say to save that money and invest it in something that's you know later on that's worth it down the line because buying all this stuff before man I could own like six buildings. <laughs> But like Sasha said earlier, we know we we thought we were looking cute. We had to, you know. We did. I was in high school. What? Tell me nothing. <laughs> but now, when I when I'm now that I'm older, I'm like, look at this. This money could have been elsewhere. So yeah, silly mistakes. But you let me learn. Yeah. So thank you guys That's so it. much. This was lesson. great. <laughs> this was great. I learned so much. This was fun. And oh my god, I love to travel too. And I'm happy you guys are traveling. And you took your you know passport and fitness and you bring it together and i love the message behind it and let's continue to build a community and let's invite everyone let's let's hope that everyone can learn from this and get some tips and get their passport stamps and let's get our fitness in awesome. yes thank you so much thank you, thank you for follow us on instagram yeah uh, passport underscore uh, passport two underscore fitness mm-hmm. follow us on facebook Passport to Fitness. And if you want to have any questions, email us. Um, the email address is real simple. It's pp2fit at gmail.com. Um, That's the number so, two. Yep, the number two. pp2fit at gmail.com. Um, we're always available. So just shoot us over an email and we'll get back to you guys. All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you.